Buenos dias from the Gothic Quarter. This is the Rorschach Spain update from the 21st of July, 2022. Quick summary of what's going down in Spain. This week's biggest story is the scalding heat wave that has swept over Spain and the rest of Europe. Temperatures hitting 40 degrees Celsius, more than 100 degrees Fahrenheit. This year's second major heat wave has left behind a trail of devastating forest fires, many homes being destroyed, and deaths. First reported forest fires started in southern France, but within a few hours, various autonomous communities indicated multiple fires had begun across Spain. Some sources from the Galician Fire Service said that over 28,000 hectares have been burned. Efforts to extinguish the blaze have been relentless and exhausting. Residents of the Sierra de la Culebra, who found themselves surrounded by the fire earlier this week, saw some 30,000 hectares destroyed, saying it looked like a science fiction horror movie. On social media, people in Castilla León and Catalonia have been using drones to film the fires, show the extent of the damage, with many homes burning down and some small villages being entirely engulfed by the flames. It's reported that two people have died so far. More than 30 forest fires have been reported around Spain, forcing thousands of people out of their homes and towns, torching over 220 square kilometers of forest and scrubland. While the forest fires have caused major issues, their catalyst, the heat, has been doing even more damage. According to Spain's Carlos III Institute, which records daily temperature-related fatalities, 230 died because of the high temperatures in this second heat wave. Other sources say that between the 10th and 18th of July, 510 people have died from heat-related issues aggravated by the heat wave. The real number will most likely not be available for some time. Temperature heat-related deaths usually fall into three main categories. Heat cramps, heat exhaustion, and heat stroke. During such a scorching period in Spain, which is resulting in a lot of tragedy, we'd like to remind you to stay hydrated, not push yourself too hard, fully protect yourself from the sun by using sunblock or even better clothing, and stay in the shade. See what the executive is up to. The socialist government has been forced to reorder itself this week with the departure of the Deputy Secretary General Adriana Lastra. Lastra explained that her resignation was due to changes in her personal life. She stated that calm and rest were needed for the remaining period of her pregnancy, which has recently caused her to take a lot of sick leave. Sanchez most likely will take this opportunity to tackle some of the biggest problems in the Socialist Party, even what problems they're having right now, many of which have been forced into the limelight following the Andaluth elections. Those problems include internal power struggles, party coordination, and fundamental ideological differences. Speaking of the socialist government, last week we spoke about a few changes they were putting into place to make life a little bit easier and tackle the cost of living in Spain. Well, the rules have been set, so let's update you. Apart from the medium-distance train rides that will be free of charge until the end of the year, there will be a 100% rail discount applied to multi-trip ticket journeys on close-distance or cercanías and medium-distance or media-distancia routes. While these measures are mostly aimed at Spanish season ticket holders, tourists can also take advantage of free travel across the country if multi-ticket purchases are made. This new arrangement made on Renfe routes is in addition to a policy announced last month, which will see a 30% discount on all public transport, including metros, buses, and trams. Free travel sounds good to us. Moving on this week has seen the government update the Democratic memory law, declaring the regime of Francisco Franco illegal. 
The new ruling is an update of the historical memory law passed in 2007. The law formerly condemned the crimes the executive committed during the fascist dictatorship between 1939 and 1975. This week's amendment goes a step further than the law said in 2007 by making all of Franco's regime outright illegal. New bill creates a state prosecutor's office for human rights and democratic memory that will investigate human rights violations during the Franco period. The bill also banned the Francisco Franco Foundation, a private organization dedicated to preserving the dictator's legacy. Now for some tech news. According to the latest reports, the government is preparing to promote the development of metaverse-related projects. For anyone who's not aware of what the metaverse is, here's a quick rundown. It's a virtual online space where you can make purchases, enjoy entertainment, converse with friends, family, and spend more time on your computer. So far, the country has granted over $4 million to metaverse-related projects, which will be overseen by the Ministry of Economic Affairs and Digital Transformation. This new space, Spain has also prioritized the participation of women and declared that they will make up a minimum of 25% of the deployed workforce that gets funding. Now, for some tourism news, despite the current heat wave, tourism in Spain is nearly back to pre-pandemic levels June. According to the Ministry of Industry, Commerce, and Tourism, over 8.2 million tourists visited Spain in June, reaching 85.5% of levels registered in the same month of 2019. While the number of international arrivals remained below the pre-pandemic levels, over three times as many people landed on Spanish ground in June 2022 compared to June 2019. Ministry noted that of all countries, tourists from the United Kingdom made up a majority of visitors in June, with one in four being British. Valencia is one of the most beautiful cities in Spain. Rich with history and constantly changing, this year the World Design Organization selected Valencia to be its world design capital. Celebrate such an esteemed award. Events, exhibits, and a new pavilion have been unveiled in the city. The pavilion La Agora Valencia and Plata de Ayuntamiento was designed by famous architect Miguel Arraiz and has added a new dimension to the already famous plaza. As if that wasn't enough, Valencia was selected by Time Magazine as one of the world's greatest cities in 2022. If you haven't visited Valencia already, now you got some reasons. Next up, if you're after a new adventure, your language skills could help you out. A total of 750 language assistant jobs are offered each year by the Ministry of Education and Vocational Training, the budget of 4.4 million euros. However, most regions in Spain choose to add extensions to this with a reported 7,500 additional young people helping to teach English, French, Italian, and German across the country. Hiring native and highly proficient speakers to help teach languages become so desired over the years that many municipalities have mobilized their resources to reinforce it. Towns like Azucueca de Hernades in Guadalajara or El Prat de Lobrigat in Barcelona have put a lot of money into hiring language assistance for public schools and have reported excellent results. If you'd like to learn more, read some personal stories from language assistants, follow the link in the show notes. Spain is known for amazing fresh food, and this week that belief has been solidified by a couple of particular restaurants. Enjoy in Barcelona and Diverso in Madrid have been voted among the five best restaurants in the world. 20th edition of the world's 50 best restaurants list released this Monday placed the two eateries third and fourth respectively. Two restaurants are known for their bold yet simple dishes and have secured them both top five positions for two years in a row. That's it for this week. Like our updates, tell your friends. Don't tell us how to do it better. Or just say hi at Spain at Rorschach.com. 
Hasta la próxima.